I'm Shannon Paradis, and today my guest is Kara from Pillows and Prosecco Picnic Company. Yes. Welcome, Kara. Hi, thanks Hi. for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. I found you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You have a very Instagrammable business. Let's talk about Pillows and Prosecco. Yeah, let's How did it, it all get started? Oh my gosh, well, it's kind of a multifold answer. My husband and I, we ran a small woodworking company a few years ago. It was really great, but at the time I was finishing college, we were getting married. We were both working full time. It was so much going on. But I've always been really entrepreneurial minded. So I just have always wanted to do something on my own, even if it was just a side business. Mm-hmm. But we really learned really quickly that doing that was too much. We grew too quickly. We were offering too many different things from customization to personalization. And we just couldn't scale it. And we got really frustrated. So we just decided, okay, we're going to be done with this. How long were you doing that? About three years. Wow. Yeah. So it was a lot. And I was also in the midst of not really liking where I was at with my full-time job. And I was fresh out of college at the time. And then I'm trying to figure out my life. And then we're trying to run this small business. And then also trying to figure out marriage. It was just a lot. So then, (laughs) yeah, you know, I mean, it was a whirlwind. So then I just basically made the decision. I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore. It's too much. And then we closed down middle of 2020, mid-pandemic. Oh, gosh. So we closed down and then I really took some time to think about what I wanted to do and what I was passionate about. And I've always been passionate about events and event design. And I saw the styled picnics idea on TikTok, you know, (laughs) I mean, since that's the biggest thing lately. (laughs) And what did I have to do during the pandemic? You know, just basically sit on TikTok. Scrolling TikTok, (laughs) yeah. I was just like, you know, that's a really neat idea. A lot of them, though, the companies that that were popping up on my feed were on the West Coast, which makes sense. They have amazing weather. I was like, that would be a really neat idea to bring here. But I was really nervous. I didn't know if people would be receptive to it. But I really took about six months or so to think about it and think about how I wanted to roll it out. And then in January, I feel like the new year is really, I know it's cliche, but it's really so invigorating to me to do something new and to have a fresh start especially after the year we all had. And I decided that May would be my launch date. In between January and May, I was sourcing all my items. We were building tables. So our woodworking came into play with that. I really went full-fledged in May. You know, had our photographer that usually does our little couple shoot, the picnic. And we were really lucky. It actually worked out because one of her best friends was about to have a baby and she wanted to do something really quaint and small for a baby shower since it was her second baby and so we had the photographer and the baby shower and it all just lined up really well after that we just took off is this going to be a seasonal thing I'm hoping not I'm trying to come up with some creative ideas for winter. A lot of businesses already, whether it's a brewery or a restaurant, and I know those are very different business models, but I feel like a lot of businesses in the Twin Cities have to get creative in the winter of how are we going to make this work? How are we going to get people out of the house? What are people going to get excited about? So I'm trying to come up with some ideas for winter for sure to keep it rolling and see if people are receptive to it. But if it is just a seasonal thing, that's totally okay too because we've been really busy which is great yeah good yeah how often are you doing events on average it's like two to four a week talk about the layout the structure what does it look like when someone comes up to your picnic 
We have a rug that we put out and that's the base. It anchors everything. And then you have pillows as your seats. So they're cute decorative pillows. And then we have the low sitting table. And on top of the table, we have everything from placemat chargers to plateware, silverware, glassware. And then I usually try to find some florals from just Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. And throw them on the table. And then we also include some other really thoughtful decorative pieces just to make it feel... I always like to say that it feels like a room without being a room. You're outdoor. But giving that experience that it's still... It's not private, but it feels like you're honed in. Yeah. We have a couple of baskets we put out that have throw blankets. And then there's another little tabletop that we put decorations on. And then a really cute Bluetooth speaker. And we include a Fujifilm camera so they can do Polaroids, which is fun. Like people are always really excited about that, (laughs) which has been fun because it's such a nostalgic thing, but also it's so timeless that they can keep those pictures forever. When guests arrive, Kara wants them to feel excited and happy about the service they've purchased, and they've had amazing feedback thus far. She says it's so fun to see guests' faces when they first arrive. How much interaction do you have with the guests while they're there? To kind of back it up, when mm-hmm. people inquire, I'm always the person behind the inquiry. So okay. I'm the first person emailing. I'm really the one that's in communication with the client the whole way through. So after they put through their inquiry, you know, I really want to try to make sure I have a good idea of what they're celebrating because I want people to be really comfortable with the purchase and be confident in what they're right. doing, right. especially with it being such a new concept. I value high communication, so I want to give that to them. So then once we get them booked, where they're on the calendar, once they arrive, I greet them, make sure that they have everything they need, make sure that they're happy, obviously. And then I head out and let them enjoy. That's been a big question where people are like, oh, do you stay and hang out or do you service it? I let them enjoy and head out. So depending on where we're located for the day, I'll either go home or the other week we had one that was down in like the St. Anthony main area. So then me and one of the girls who helps me, we just went out for lunch and then came back and picked up. Yeah. So it's really nice. It doesn't really feel good job yeah that's how it should be yeah in life in general how long do the events normally last it depends on the package you book but usually it's two and a half hours is for the smaller package so we have two main packages that we offer now so we offer one that's called the mini crew and that's from anywhere from like two to six guests we really can do eight guests but i try to i think six looks more aesthetically pleasing (laughs) it's not as like crowded you know um the marketing gal yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so needs to be six right no, I know. I'm like, I'm like, I really think you're going to be happier with six. Yeah. But if people really want eight, I'm like, I just let them know. So for the mini crew package, it's two and a half hours. But people are welcome to ask for more time if they want to. Okay. It'd just be an additional cost. And then for our bigger package, which is the whole crew package, we have two tables and we put them together. So it's a huge long table. Picture like a wedding yeah. table type thing. That can fit up to 16 guests. But again, oh, wow. 12 is really the, the really cute looking one um, where people aren't aren't like sitting crowded with each other. So I had to ask Kara, how many bottles of Prosecco does she offer at one of these events? Is it an unlimited type of situation? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I wish. No. Um, like, I would be there a lot longer. 
<laughs> yes. No, I know. I And that's been a really fun part of the business is including that because people get really excited that that's one less thing off their plate that they would have to bring. Yeah. With the mini crew package, we include one bottle of Prosecco and then one mixer. And usually it's orange juice or cranberry juice, whatever they decide. And then with the bigger package, the whole crew package, we include four. Because really the whole crew package is designed to be maybe a bigger birthday celebration or a baby shower. We've done a couple of baby showers mm-hmm. with that. Bachelorette party, things like that. They bring their own food. Mm-hmm. What else? Really whatever they want. Okay. I mean, we try to make it as all-inclusive as possible because okay. the idea is that they're able to show up, enjoy, and just stop. That's their thing for the it's day. I want it to be a very stress-free situation. So we don't offer food directly through us because we don't have a catering license or a cottage license in Minnesota. Going back to the original business that I had with my husband, I really recognized like offering too much too quick would stress me out. And I wanted to really hone in on what we're doing. And I'm really happy we did that because then we've been able to partner with a couple of charcuterie board companies. Sweet. Yeah, so that's been fun. That's fun. The ones that we've partnered with specifically have been Say Cheese MN. And they are so, yeah, they're the best. (laughs) I know, isn't it adorable? I love it. They're so knowledgeable, actually, about their cheese. They take it really seriously. So they go and source amazing cheese. So that's one company that we're really, that's like our main go-to. But then just recently, because they haven't been able to always be available when we have picnics, or sometimes we get picnics last minute booked. Mm. So I found the other company is called From the Diner, and okay. she's based out of Maple Grove. And then she and does the little little boxes. Do for us. you have to pick up her boards, or does she bring them to the picnic? She usually delivers them, which Great. is amazing. So <laughs> they really know what they're doing with it. They yeah. know how to style it, and it looks amazing. And every time people see the boxes or the boards, whatever they bring that day, everyone's so excited about it. I know that you said initially you're trying to take on less and just kind of stick to what you know. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself maybe down the line doing the catering piece? I don't think so. Okay. Because I really, for one, I have also learned that it's really important to be passionate about what you're doing. And I love cooking. I really do. But I feel like it's not where I am supposed to be in at this point in my life. And you might lose your passion for it once it becomes part of your business. Yeah. And I just feel like I wouldn't be able to scale because there is a lot of back work that people don't see. You know, like we're washing the glasses, we're washing Mm. the linen napkins, we're obviously making sure the tables look great, you know, and sometimes that means we have to wax them down and buff them and make sure that they look really nice and presentable. And, you know, it's not a whole lot of work on the back end with me working a job as well and then doing this on the side. Oh, I did not know that you have a full-time job as well. Thought this was the full-time gig for you. Well, you know, that would be the goal. (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing full-time? I am a marketing director for an interior design company. Good Lord. Yeah. And you're doing this two to four times a week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. How, how do you manage that? Honestly, it sounds so cliche, but taking time for myself when I can. And yeah. whether that's like going on walks or working out or deciding one night or a few nights a week, like I don't have the time to make dinner and we're just going to get Chipotle right now. <laughs> you know, there has to be given to we did last night. Yep. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so I mean, good. Yeah. It never disappoints. Yeah. <laughs> It's quick and easy. Yeah. That is crazy. And might mm-hmm. I say, you seem super chill. Oh so my gosh. Well, it, thank you, because I'm not sometimes. <laughs> I would imagine that there is a, a certain amount of stress that comes with 
starting a new business and customer interaction, mm-hmm. someone's dissatisfied or whatever. You seem like the right type of person to handle that or like de-escalate. Well, thank you. Yeah. I try. Luckily so far, we've been really blessed. Truly have not had bad feedback at this point or any customers that have been difficult. I know I'm not going to be everybody's favorite. Yeah, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. And I have to remember to keep my head screwed on straight and be confident in what I'm doing and be like, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a bunch of people who are interested and excited about what I'm doing. So learning to let that go and just like move forward Mm -hmm. is is just part of part of it you know being a business owner absolutely yeah can I ask what your price starts at yeah absolutely I'm very open with that okay one thing too to touch on prices is I feel like a lot in the event industry and I understand for certain aspects of the industry it's probably easier to not post your prices but on our website we do post our prices because I think it's important to be upfront and candid right away because Otherwise, I feel like at least as a client, I would feel like, oh, I wasted my time inquiring. You want to know up front. Yeah. With the mini crew package, it starts at 200 And I say starts at because we do have add-ons that, for example, the charcuterie boards okay. or other accessories, like if they want to add on more Polaroid film or an oversized umbrella, then they can add those on. And I'm also very upfront about those prices too. But it's always $200 plus tax unless they want to add on anything. And then the bigger package, which I know it seems like quite the jump, but it's priced well considering other companies in the area that are doing the same type of thing. It's $600 for the whole crew package. But the difference with that that I don't think I had mentioned earlier is that it's an all-day package. I know from throwing a bachelorette party before or a bridal shower before, I am so stressed out the morning of. So if they want us there at five in the morning to set up so that it's ready by the so time they it. wake up. Okay. And we haven't had to do I that. I was going to but... say, has that been a case? <laughs> no, we haven't done that yet. What sort of places have you set up? I know that you mm-hmm. ha- kind of have a partnership with Willow. Yeah. Willow Tree Winery. Willow Tree. Yeah. But you go kind of all over, right? Yes. It really depends on the client. If the client wants to do it at a park, you know, we always have to make sure we're following park regulations. And sometimes they want you to rent out Mm -hmm. space if you're a business. But most of the time, we've been able to get in and out of parks pretty well. For example, the bridal showers and baby showers, bachelorette parties, those have mainly been at clients' homes, which is really nice because they're in their element. It's really comfortable. There's a bathroom nearby. Right. So Willow Tree... Mm-hmm. Is it a restaurant? No, it's just a winery. So it's really oh. cute to touch on them because I feel like I have to give them yeah, some recognition. They are the sweetest older couple. Mm. They've lived on the property for over 40 years. And Holy this smokes. is, I know, and this is their retirement plan. Where is it? It's in Ham Lake, Minnesota. So it's a little further, especially some of our clients who are based in Minneapolis. But I'm like, it's so worth it. It's worth it. Because that winery isn't like some of the bigger ones where it's corporate feeling. It's very homey, like you're going to grandma and grandpa's house. But (laughs) but also, it's just really well done. They make it a really family feeling experience. So then they would incorporate maybe a tour as part of their day? Absolutely. And it's really nice because they're so laid back that if you want to take your wine and walk through the vineyards, you can do that. They include four free taste testings. And it's not even just with our package. It's everybody who goes. So if you just want to pop up there, you can get four free taste testings. Their prices are really reasonable. I always tell them, I'm like, I feel like you should charge more. But, (laughs) you know, because I'm like, they could. I love it. But... (laughs) 
They just are happy with what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. They're the sweetest. So it's fun to have that collaboration because we bring them business. And as a part of the winery package that we have, we include a bottle of wine from them. So whatever bottle of wine the client wants, they can just grab that and then we take care of it at the end. So So I've heard you say showers, Mm -hmm. baby shower, bridal. Mm -hmm. Have you had any other interesting ones? One of the most interesting ones was actually just a couple days ago. We partnered up with Chow Girls Catering. Oh. Yes. So they're in like Northeast area. They're very well known in the event industry. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I've heard of them before. I don't know if they were written up in a magazine or something. Oh, I'm sure. They have a lot of awards. They're women owned. They actually, I was reading a little bit about them and it sounds like they also really helped invigorate the Northeast Arts District back in the 90s. Wow. So that's really cool. Like, they're really hands-on in the community. They focus on being sustainable and eco-friendly and things like that. And then they also source – I'm not going to say all because I'm not sure if that's correct. But I know <laughs> that they I know that they source a majority of their food from local farms. They pour into the community and give back. So they actually reached out to me on Instagram, one of their marketing <laughs> – marketing so girls. much instagram love i know i know it's really cool i love how powerful it is you yeah. know because you meet so many people through it it's just it's incredible for mm-hmm. networking but they reached out and they were like you know we're doing a styled shoot where we were wanting to basically use your setup so no one was oh. there it's just it was just me the marketing professional one of the owners of child girls who was like helping do the food and then a photographer and we just set up and they put the food on the table had these gorgeous florals and then we just took photos so it was really cool to be a part of that because that also in my mind is like wow that could be a whole nother separate part of the business and a partnership especially because it's dinner parties or anything Mm -hmm. if people want to go through them for cool yeah they reached out to you too I know I was really humbled by that because they truly have been one of my business crushes forever (laughs) I worked for I I know (laughs) But truly, I really didn't know that much about them, but I remember touring their space five years ago. Chow Girls had this really cool event set up where they had food trucks, and they also catered a lot of it, of course. And then breweries came out. They had free tours of their space, and I remember touring their space just thinking, this is so cool that they really just started from grassroots, and now they're huge. Like, they're partnered with so many venues around the Twin Cities. And And um, it's just two women? Yeah, but they have a huge have a team, team now. Team. Yes, but it was started by two two women, so. Your team is two girls as well. Yeah, so it's me and then my best friend. She Aww. she decided, well, I had told her about the idea, and she was like, I just think that's so cool. I would love to be a part of it in any way I can. So she's been helping me set up and mm-hmm. be a part of it because I told her, I'm like, you know, if it expands to the point, my goal is to really try to expand it in the next year. And I'm going to need someone else who really understands, you know, the setup, how to interact with clients, how to really create that experience that's well-rounded for everybody. And having her on the ground with me has been so helpful. Setup is, it it is work. So it's like having that extra set of hands is so important. Valuable. I'm thinking about you and your marketing director job and how (laughs) it probably is challenging and rewarding. But then because you have that entrepreneurial spirit, that doesn't go away. So I hope it becomes 
become something that you can do full-time. Thank you. I hope so too because I've always been that way. I've always been really stubborn and I used to view it as something negative because I feel like a lot of our world feels like there's only one way to like do this thing as far as a career goes. Yeah, cookie cutter. Yeah, Yeah, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's a lot less stress maybe doing it that way, (laughs) but I've just always tried to lean into what I want to do. Because what's the worst that will happen? I try and I fail and I have some cute pillows and a few cute tables, you know. (laughs) That you can keep for yourself. Yeah, like I've just really tried to not be scared about trying to go full-fledged. And that's why right now it is a lot balancing my job and doing these picnics a few times a week. But I just feel like I'm in a season where that's necessary And then hopefully next year, I would love to be able to hire a few people to do it for me. And and Mm -hmm. so I'd still do the client interaction and everything, but they would really be the ones setting up and greeting the clients there. to the world. She's looking for people. Yes. Please apply. I asked Kara, what is coming up for her? What does she have planned? And what kind of ideas does she have brewing for future events? One of my ideas is I would love to partner with a brewery. And a lot of breweries have party rooms where or, you know, rental rooms. And I would love to do a picnics and pints, make it really wintry and cozy, or doing poses, pints, and picnics. Maybe we have, like, a yoga class at the beginning, and then people can come sit and enjoy beer, charcuteries, and just hang out. Again, I feel like after the year we all had, not being able to really get out, and then... Minnesotans have this way of also being stubborn like we're still gonna get out and do things if I'm able to make it something really cool unique and fun to go to I feel like why not and we can try it and like I said what's the worst that happens we do it once and if people aren't interested then we just don't do it again. Picnics and Prosecco just posted about an upcoming Poses and Picnics event since we recorded this episode and the event is on Sunday November 21st in Minneapolis so if you'd like to join go to my show notes for this episode or you can follow Pillows and Prosecco on Instagram and click the link in their bio for more information. Do you feel like this is a a female-centered business, like it's mostly for women? I'm open to whoever wants to to absolutely sit down at my table. Table is for whoever wants to come. But yes, I would say mostly the audience that has been attracted to it has been mainly female. I know everybody loves aesthetically pleasing things, but I will talk on behalf of myself. I feel like I'm really drawn to having that Instagram-worthy experience, whether it's a restaurant or a hotel or picnic. I think that's a huge thing right now Mm -hmm. and a huge draw for people is to be like, look at what I'm doing. It's really beautiful. I'm having a great day with my friends or, you know, my loved ones. It really is beautiful. Thank you. But I also see a bachelor party with rustic seating, uh, manly pillows with, I don't know. (laughs) No, I totally, because that's so funny you say that because I would love to expand and have a different setup that's more masculine Mm -hmm. energy. The one bachelorette party we did, it was a combined one where it was co-ed. So a couple of the guys, it was kind of cute. They were a little confused. They're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, we set up picnics, you know, like they were a little confused by it, but they're very sweet about it. And they're like, well, it looks great. Good luck. I'm like, okay. But yeah, it's just one of those things though, that 
picnics in general have always been such an intimate romantic way to celebrate anything whether it's just a Thursday night or if it's a birthday or whatever it's always held a feminine energy for sure I have so many ideas in my head about how I'd love to expand I just want to make sure it's the right next move and I guess we won't know that until we try TBD talk to you next year yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah too yes um where can people find you and sign up for a picnic. We're really heavy on social media. I'm really active on like trying to get on the stories a few times a week, doing reels, all of that. She really does have, she's got a great Instagram page. So follow that at pillowsandprosecco.co. So a lot of people will reach out via messenger or like the DMs and ask, hey, where can I book a picnic? But we do have our link right in our bio for the website. So you can go to pillowsandproseccopicnics.com. Then you can inquire there. And we do have everything from our packages to add-ons, making it really candid for everybody what our prices are and what we offer. And then you inquire and then we just email you back within 24 hours and let you know if we're available and just go from there. Yeah. How available are you at this point? I now am getting to the point where we usually need about at least a week's notice, but it really is dependent on the week. Super unique and fun idea. I'm so glad that I found you and yeah. keep putting out awesome content and maybe there will be a party in our future. Yes. No, and thank you for reaching out to me because this has yeah. been so fun. I've never done a, a podcast before. Tara's first podcast. Yes. Oh, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> Do <laughs>